Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. This microphone is not in the right position at all. I appreciate you joining me, especially if you're on YouTube. Just search for Simon Miller if you've never done it before. And of course, if you are watching, no, you're already watching live on YouTube. If you are listening on the podcast, everybody is appreciated. You're all my friends. You're all my buddies. You're all my pals. Uh, a little bit of extra love for the patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller 316 members, because without you, I wouldn't be able to do this podcast. But genuinely, I usually say it's the end of the podcast, but I wanted to say at the start of this podcast, thank you very much for your time that is the most important thing in this world and you give it to me on tuesdays at 5 p.m and on thursdays at 5 p.m bst because it's british summertime at the moment and i appreciate it and also you just give me an outlet to talk about the madness of professional wrestling in the last 24 hours what the flub is going <laughs> what the flub is going on i woke up and i was like wait what <laughs> how have all these things come together in such a short space of time there wasn't even like any hint it was just like triple h's got announcement cm punk is doing this and i was like oh my gosh there's too it's too much there's too much storytelling outside of the storytelling <laughs> it's impossible it's impossible to keep up but it does make it fun and it does give us subjects to talk about if you are on youtube now and you want to smash that like button that would be great because actually it sends the live stream to more people which is always good and incredibly before we even start we had a bunch of super chats so we're going to go through those quickly if you'd like to do a super chat please do it helps support the podcast helps support me and obviously i'll respond and answer any question that you have uh, shout out to tom talks rubbish make sure you check out his interviews who is always very very nice uh, daily simon miller appreciation post thank you for making the wrestling media a better place wouldn't be the same without you now tom i know i appreciate that a lot i don't think i'm media <laughs> i think i'm a moron but you never know but tom i appreciate that all the same and thank you so much for putting positivity in into my life and a big shout out to spaz phoenix as well again check out his youtube stuff too um he's always supporting too so i always want to make sure i give him a shout out and he goes right into it this is a great segue i find it funny people are saying look at punk's ego he needs his own show no one's saying wow it's sad they have to make dynamite a hideout for everyone that's mad that punk has a job We'll get to it, I promise. Uh, Spaz also says, Balor, Rollins, and Rhodes, triple threat in Saudi Arabia for the new belt. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. Yes, that's pretty good. Had to let it run through my brain. Maybe Drew McIntyre's back. You can get in there too. And uh, in terms of non-wrestling, Phoenix wants to have a chat, but he's got trailer reactions for his new show, uh, The Marvels and Godzilla X Kong, and a review of The Pope's Exorcist. Oh, and Simon, watch Yellow Jackets. It's strange and creepy in your tum-tum. So there you go. We, we've established all of that. Now, going back to the uh, the initial point, let's talk about CM Punk. Now, I'm very, very happy that I am doing this podcast at this time. And even later again, just a couple of hours later for those on, on the podcast app. Um, it certainly sounds like it's not as renegade as was first made out. Now, as always, like, like I, we do not know. We have no idea. It's all speculation. It's all rumors. We're not inside CM Punk's head. We don't know what he was thinking. We don't know what other people were saying. We don't know what happened with Miz. We don't have a Triple H. You're allowed to speculate, and you're allowed to fantasy book, and you're allowed to go crazy. We do it in all other sports. I don't see why we can't do it in wrestling. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people are like, oh, we shouldn't report on this stuff. Well, what? I, I'm a football fan, right? Soccer. For my American friends, they will report on anything. Oh, we saw so-and-so in a shop. What does this mean? That's just how that's just how it works. But if I'm going to take all the information that has gone into my head and what I have read, it sounds like, and I could be wrong, I don't know. This is just my, before we get anywhere, as always, health and happiness first and foremost. Mental happiness first and foremost. I don't know what's going on with Punk, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Triple H, The Miz. I just want everyone to be happy. That's the most important thing. They're human beings, and we should never forget that. But... It sounds like CM Punk was on a flight from Florida back to Chicago. He lives in Chicago. He had been doing some commentary for that MMA approach and he does commentary for. And when he was on the flight, he said, well, that's a WWE person and that's a WWE person. He was sat next to a WWE producer and they started to have a chat. For one reason or another, he then decided, I'm going to go to the show. It's only a few minutes from my house. He did. There's some footage out there of him talking to Tamina. Uh, there is nobody Mina and a WWE fan being really weird. There's no two, no two ways about it. It's really weird. And... He asked to he asked to go backstage. Apparently, he made up with The Miz, which is wonderful news. And apparently, he bumped into Triple H, Paul Levesque, and said, hey, can I hang out backstage for a while? Triple H said, I need to talk to the big man, the big man of Vince Man. And I would assume, based on the fact that Chris, uh, Chris, that CM Punk is an AEW contracted talent and the fact they had a lawsuit, Vince Man said, you know what? It's probably not for the best. CM Punk was told to go home, and CM Punk went home. Now, again, 
is this a good idea based on everything that has happened with AEW over the last year or so? Arguably not. You know, arguably it's just going to stoke some fires that didn't need to, to be stoked. But I don't know about that kind of stuff. And I'm just a fan. And from a fan's point of view, I think it's super duper nice that he made up with The Miz, if that's true. And I would assume if he and Triple H did have a 20-minute conversation, there must have been some nice words said there. Because that would be the first time they had a chat since 2014. And CM Punk was in an office with Triple H and said, see ya, pal. And he walked out and has never gone back. Now, again, I don't have any any other information. So if you want to start saying, oh, man, maybe CM Punk wants to go back to WWE, maybe it is. But we can kind of pour water on that fire because he's under AEW contract. So Tony Khan just has to go, nope. And he's not allowed to go. And WWE's not going to touch that because you can go back to the WCW days where they got any kinds of problems. And it'd be even worse today with litigation and um, lawyers and social media, uh, you know, for what it is with, with providing with providing evidence. Um, but it, 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 the timing of it is crazy. And the only reason the timing of it is crazy is because apparently very, very soon AEW Collision is going to be announced. That's going to be AEW Saturday new show. Uh, CM Punk is going to be the focal point of that show. Some people will not work. Again, all rumors as always. But some people apparently will not work that show because they are still mad at CM Punk for what he did at All Out. Uh, some people won't work Dynamite when CM Punk is on it for the same reason. There will be a soft brand split. So for all of a sudden this to happen, of course people, are, especially in wrestling, of course people are going to start putting two and two together and maybe they get four maybe they get potato maybe they get goat cheese we, we, we just we absolutely don't know but i'm a positive pete i always like to look on the bright side of life and i like to think that this was done because maybe cm punk saw an opportunity to i want to say right some wrongs because again i don't know what the situations are but you know, calm some feuds and make up with some people and make sure that we're all feeling warm and fuzzy in our tum-tums and get back to being acquaintances and buddies and pals and friends. And that's all I want from professional wrestling. But let's not pretend it doesn't make for great headlines. And of course, there were other rumors out there that said maybe he did this to, you know, create buzz for the fact that he is about to go back to AEW, which I do believe he is, by the way. Again, with all the stuff that's going on, if you put a gun to my head and ask, I would say, yes, I think he probably is going back. And I do believe all these rumors about Collision. Uh, being true on Saturday. And I hope it all works out. I hope it works out for him. Uh, if there is any animosity between him and the Bucks and Kenny Omega, I hope it works out for Kenny and Bucks and the Omega as well. Because again, I just want people to feel good, especially in a job like professional wrestling, uh, which is a dream job for, for, for most people that are in it. And we'll just have to see how it turns out. Maybe this is Punk turning over a new leaf and he just wants to put positive vibes into the world and he realized, oh, well, if they're all going to the WWE show, I can talk to this guy and, you know, make up and I can talk to that guy. And then hopefully that then does extend to AEW where he does talk to the elite and he does talk to anybody else. Again, this is all pie in the sky stuff. Simon Miller living in Care Bear land. Um... And look, somebody said in the chat here, Punk knows what he's doing. Maybe Punk does know what he's doing. Maybe this is a worker going to work and doing all the work. I just don't know. All I do know, like I say, is that it makes for a fantastic headline and it makes for a, a fantastic speculation piece. I mean, right now, if you're in the chat, just write down what you think he was doing. Don't make it an essay. Just, just turn it into a sentence or two and, and we'll see and we'll see what's going on. Uh, but I would certainly like I don't. The tribalism in wrestling doesn't really come from WWE and AEW itself. There are certainly people that like to you know try and wind it up and the people at the top. But a lot of it is obviously fans that have decided, oh, no, I'm AEW exclusive or I'm WWE exclusive. And while nobody believes me because of the ups and the downs, which I do want to talk about later as well. Uh, I, I mean, I, I love both and I love none, if that makes sense. I love professional wrestling and I want AEW to do well and I want WWE to do well. I want AEW to sell out Wembley and I want WWE to sell out whatever WrestleMania is next year. I want Ring of Honor to pick back up. I want New Japan to do great impact. It's all professional wrestling for me. It all comes under one banner. And the more success there is, and the more competition there is, the more places there are for people to work and make money and have a good time. And that's what's important. You can get a good wrestling story anywhere. It doesn't matter. Look at Stardom right now. Stardom's more popular than ever. Awesome. Good. Let's do more of that. Uh, shout out to J Media Wrestling who says, what's up, Simon? Hope you're good. I am good today, man. Hope you're good too. Thank you very much for the Super Chat. Thank you very much for supporting Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. It's very nice of you. Uh, Ethan in the Super Chat says, Hey Simon, I've been watching your videos on What Culture for quite some time now, but this is my first live stream. You're awesome, by the way. Well, Ethan, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much for joining me. Of course, Ups and Downs for Raw is live now. Watch it, but after this. <laughs> or go and come back. Either is fine. I don't care. It's all good with me. That's very kind of you, Ethan. And thank you for supporting me. As I always say, without that support, I wouldn't be here today. Wouldn't be doing live streams. Wouldn't be doing videos. It's an engagement-based business. So thank you for engaging. Uh, shout out to Crew Kid 52 
Thank you, crew kid. You're like a Segway king. Hey, Simon, I'm likely in the minority here, but I kind of like the new WWE title belt design. It's a good mixture of the big gold belt and WWE's compulsion to put a logo on everything. Now, I am going to get back to that. Uh, but I just want to get to these things I asked you to put in the comments because you said, I think Punk is testing the waters. I think Punk is, it is a work, somebody says. Um, I don't see how this is different from the Ricky Starks thing. Well, that's kind of true. Um, he probably wanted to mend some fences and see some friends. That's the one that I'm going with, by the while. A uh, little publicity for Punk and making amends. Kill two birds with one stone. Um, and that's kind of the, that's kind of what people have been saying. And I, I tend to agree. I think Punk will be with AEW for a long time. And I really hope we can sort that situation out. And, and I really hope that we can sort the CM Punk WWE situation out. We don't need bad, there's enough bad blood in wrestling. Let's move forward. And it's video games and big men slapping man meat and happiness and positivity. This is the kind of stuff I want from wrestling. Right now, we'll sit, we're not done, we'll, go, we'll come and go. But switching back to what Crew Kid said about that world championship, I think a lot of people have misconstrued what I said on ups and downs, which you're allowed to do. Do I like the way the title looks? Yes, I think it's fine. I don't really care about how championships looks. I know what a terrible fan I am. I, I am. I should hand in my fan card. Now, I think the winged eagle belt is the nice looking belt ever. I have it right over there, like a massive nerd. I have one because um, I just it, it reminds me of my childhood. And I think it looks great. But if you want to put a McMahon's face on a belt, I mean, I wouldn't personally like it, but we all get used to it, right? We just do. When they really revealed that ridiculous red belt, after a while, I was like, meh. Even the stupid Bray Wyatt belt, after a while, I was like, meh. You just get used to it. It's like when you, somebody gets a silly name in wrestling. What I didn't like about it, I wouldn't even say what I didn't like about it. What wasn't for me as a wrestling fan is that my investment over the last however long is that Roman Reigns builds up this crazy, crazy run of days, 1,000 days, 2,000 days, and then somebody beats him one, two, three. Now, of course, we can still do that. Roman still has this record. WWE is still going to push it. But as soon as you do introduce a brand new world championship and you crown someone, especially if it is a Cody Rhodes, I just think you take something away from the moment. That's it. That's the only reason I didn't like it. Got no problem with two world championships. No no problem with introducing another world championship, but I just think you should have done it after Roman Reigns got defeated because now when he does get defeated, it just takes away from it a teeny weeny bit. That's it. And look, if Seth Rollins wins that belt, which I think he should do, and Cody Rhodes gets drafted to SmackDown, and Cody Rhodes still beats Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, that's awesome. And it works. you still got the lineage of that belt, which ties into Dusty Rhodes, so Cody does finish his story. However, you're still going to have someone on the other brand that now has a world championship. And if Cody had done that, let's just say for argument's sake, WrestleMania, then you could have introduced a second championship. Then you could have split it up. It just feels better to me. And all that power that Roman Reigns has shifts to somebody else. And that power now has been diminished a little bit, again, because somebody came out, Triple H, and went, well, no one can beat him, so we're just going to do this. That's what it takes. And that's how it works in a storyline. Now, I'm not going to get mad about this. I'm not going to stop watching WWE because of this. I hope it goes on to be a tremendous title with an awesome lineage and total success. And I hope that Seth Rollins gets his hands on it. I truly do. I think he's earned it. But that's all it was. And even though... <laughs> It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, if you go over WWE over the last eight months, the percentages in terms of ups to downs is probably about 85% up and 15% downs, right? I'm a positive guy. And just because one thing I was like, ah, this doesn't work for me, man, have I been trolled all day. So I just wanted, I just wanted to address it. If you think I'm wrong, that's awesome. That's the best thing ever. That's how wrestling works. And if that segment was for you and that segment got you pumped and that segment got you excited, then you won. You sat down to watch your entertainment thing and it entertained you. And I still like last night's Raw. Thought I had way too many segments and I thought a lot of it was totally crazy. But just that one part, I was like, you know what? I would have preferred it as a fan, if I had a magical wand and I was a wrestling genie, if we had got to SummerSlam or whatever it is when uh, Roman Reigns was going to lose and then done it afterwards. I just think whoever beats Roman Reigns in that scenario gets a little bit more oomph. But whoever does do it will still get the oomph. So I just wanted to address that. And now we have to see what they're going to do. I mean, I really, really do not know. Austin Theory obviously made a big deal out of it. Seth Rollins made a big deal out of it. When Cody Rhodes came out with his match for Finn Balor, he did not make a big deal about it. So maybe that's something. And given that we are doing it at Clash of uh, Night of Champions, I would have Seth Rollins beat Omos and have that as a big deal. That's how WWE sees Omos. And shout out to Omos. What a lovely man. He's such a good dude. I would turn him babyface and just let him be, be him real self. But I would do some kind of three-way. I think it was mentioned earlier. And I would have Seth Rollins win. I think that's the right thing to do. And I think now with the draft... There we go. It's back. Right. I have no idea how long my mic was muted for. 
I don't know what you were talking about. I may have missed your super chat. I did all the super chats. So if I missed your super chat, I apologize. Let me know and, and, and we'll do it because I didn't see the... Uh, I didn't see the comments. I also don't know why my mic even went off. It was fine. That did it last episode as well, so I have to keep an eye on it. Apologize. That's why a bunch of people left. I saw the number going down. <laughs> so why is the number... <laughs> why is the number... I don't understand. Is anyone... If anyone is a tech wizard, can you please tell me why this happens? My mic's fine. It's all set up fine. All of a sudden, it just goes. It does it every week for no reason, and I, and I should have done it. If I've missed your super chat, please let me know. Don't, don't do another super chat. Just write it in there. And, and we'll do it. Apparently, it was like for 10 minutes it was gone. Ah, boy. Well, that sucks, doesn't it? Okay, well, a massive show. We have to do this now. A massive apologies to anybody on podcast. Uh, basically, what happened is my mic cut out. So all of a sudden, none of that will make sense. It would just jump from uh, from one thing uh, one thing to the next. Someone says, buy a Rode. Bro, this is a sure microphone. Rode can kiss its ass. It shouldn't, it's a tech thing. It's nothing to do uh, uh, with the microphone. Um Oh man, Juan, we didn't even get your, uh, I, Juan, I talked for your super chat for about eight minutes. Oh, uh, this is bad. Okay, well, we'll start again. Where is Juan's super chat? Um, oh, good. Excellent. YouTube's got rid of it. <laughs> for Pete's sake. It has actually got rid of it. Uh, it's all, this is why I don't, this is why I don't do it. This, this, this is why I gave up doing stupid, stupid live streams to, uh, to, to begin with. Juan, you're gonna have to rewrite your super chat in the um, in the in in the thing. Everyone, yeah, I have an idea. I did yours too, right? I have an idea, and Juan, not a super chat. Write your super chats in all caps in the normal chat, and I'll answer it that way. The Juan one is bad. Juan, I went into a five-minute soliloquy about yours. <laughs> It's, it's absolutely nonsense. Well, I just give up now. Well, let's, let's talk about anything else. What should we talk about? <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys want to talk about? That's what Cody. That's, what, that's how Cody came up with that. Cody came up with that because he had microphone problems on a live stream. And he was like, you know what? I just want... I can't keep my eye on the damn microphone the entire time. I blame YouTube. I blame YouTube. Yeah, anyone, anyone that thinks they missed a super chat... Um, uh, all caps in the normal in the normal chat and, and we'll get to it because yeah i have an idea and juan and zach we, we we went into yours right zach is back let's do zach's and we'll move on from there we'll give it a second let's go apologies to everyone uh any chance a new belt could be used to establish an under the radar star the fans love as a personal fave i would love to see shinsuke win it maybe even an la knight or a gable i'm sure it's unlikely but i'm manifesting um no i don't think they are going to do that i do like the idea of it and i've always said one day uh, somebody to just come up from nowhere from NXT and win the Royal Rumble and then go into WrestleMania and win the championship. Then within four months, you've uh, you've established someone new, but they've never done it. I don't think they ever are going to do it. I mean, in terms of under-the-radar people that I would love, Shinsuke, absolutely. LA Knight, absolutely. Chad Gable would be one, but they're not going to do that. He couldn't even beat Mustafa Ali. And I love Mustafa Ali, but everyone beats Mustafa I could beat Mustafa Ali. Um, who else is out there that could potentially fill that void. I don't think there's that many people. I think the top runners genuinely are Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, if and when he comes back. Sheamus, you could give it to Cody, and that's going to open up another conversation too. And if not any of those, I'm not 100% sure. They may do it to Austin Theory, but again, he would be an under-the-radar one. I don't think they're going to do that either. My problem with Austin Theory, again, this, my, my whole uh, structure's out the window now, so we'll just talk for a while and we'll have a good time. My biggest problem with Austin Theory right now is he is not hammering home this beating John Cena enough at all at WrestleMania. It needs to be like The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. We beat The Undertaker. We broke the streak. Oh, we broke the streak. Blah, blah, blah. To the point you're sick of it. You want, you want it to become obnoxious. And instead, that doesn't happen at all. And I, I don't really understand why... Uh, well, you know, why we don't, um, I don't understand why we did it at the moment. John Cena ain't going to care. And it would really put Austin Theory over the top. Now, I actually quite like the Austin Theory, Bronson Reed, Bobby Lashley stuff. I think it's quite fun. I enjoy the brawl they had on Raw. But Austin Theory needs to come out there and before he says anything. I like the fact he looked at that championship. And I loved everything Seth did with that championship. Seth Rollins especially made that championship feel important. But we need, you know, the same kind of moxie to be aimed at this John Cena. It'd be John Cena at WrestleMania in what could be one of his last matches. And at the moment, I do not think we're doing it. So if we're not going to do that, I can't see a world where he does win that world championship. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think 
there'll probably be some kind of a three-way at night of champions. I think Austin Theory will probably will probably be in it. I think Seth Rollins will be in it, and there'll be a third person. It all, if it's not going to be Cody, and I don't want it to be, this probably happened in the muted section of the podcast. I think if Cody goes to SmackDown and beats Roman Reigns, that's cool. But obviously, it, I still think it diminishes it with the extra title because at the moment, the extra title feels like a consolation prize. Again, if I'm repeating myself, let me know in the chat, but I don't think you picked up on any of this. It feels like the bronze medal, which I'm stealing from Brian Alvarez. Roman Reigns has the gold. Roman Reigns has the silver. Nobody can beat him to Triple H because, well, there's another prize for you to fight over, which is another reason that I wasn't a massive fan of it and I thought whoever did beat Roman Reigns could have that extra power. The power is now just diminished a little bit because, yes, we have this third prize that we just made up because no one could beat Roman. Another good reason why if Seth Rollins wins it, it makes sense because Roman was never able to beat him then you have a little story within the story that you can extrapolate and use or you can just ignore depending on what you want to do but that is another reason why i didn't um why i didn't appreciate it uh, and just thought we could have held off that was it uh shout out to stefan in the super chat it says hey simon here's some money for a new mic trust it's not the mic's fault i'm not trying to be this guy i spent so much money on this damn thing it made me cry it's a problem with my setup and obs and youtube and everything else it does it once a week and usually i catch it so it's not a problem i didn't catch this time because i was in full flow i was really enjoying talking about that world championship which is the problem i don't, I don't know where i got to and i don't know uh, uh, what stuff that i said shout out to just in case as well who says i think drew can win it Gunther drops the IC championship to Sheamus for the Grand Slam and Gunther beats Drew for the heavyweight or is Seth and Lashley more in the run? Uh, look, this is the, look, this, this, look, it's a positive show, right? We're always positive, Pete's. This is the positive of that world championship. It's now more likely that a Drew McIntyre will get a championship run. It's more likely that Gunther gets a championship run. Same with Bobby Lashley, same for Seth. And this is why it's exciting. I think, Juan, this ties into your point that you mentioned earlier. At the moment, it does feel like a consolation prize. But in about six months, we'll forget all of that. It will just be a championships in WWE. Wrestling fans are very, very good at just getting used to these things. The same time when we have that stupid red belt. The same time when a wrestler gets called something stupid. Never forget, if I get hired by NXT, I'd like to be Derek Manpower. Nobody steal that. I would enjoy being <laughs> Derek Manpower. But, um, you know, now we do have the opportunity to you know create some new stars because of it and then yes we'll just get used to it being a world championship but you know look if, if we're trying to create the the best possible scenario for it this is what i mean about it being a little bit of a negative negative nancy's here we go some people ask for it all the time now you're getting it you should appreciate it <laughs> um you know, if we had done that afterwards, it wouldn't have felt like a consolation prize and it would have felt like a bigger prize. And then whoever wins it, they would have felt like a big deal. Whoever beats Roman Reigns feels like a big deal. So we're building stars. And let's not forget that's always the point. The point of the whole Roman Reigns thing is to build a new star. That's how wrestling works. He was built by somebody else and then somebody else gets built by somebody else and then so on and so forth. And again, I just think this is a little bit of a knock on that, but um, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. What do I know, right? Absolutely nothing. I'm just one bald guy with an opinion. And I will repeat this in case it didn't come across last time. If you have a different opinion to mine and you super duper enjoyed it, then you've won. Because you sit down to watch a wrestling show. You want to be entertained. You want to have a good time. You want to have fun. And just because, I mean, I, I did not have fun watching Raw. I thought it was a crazy show. But just because I didn't like that segment and you did, it makes no difference. We'll make the world go round. And I'm all for opinions. It's really difficult to actually know what to talk about when half the show may have been cut out by a muted feed. <laughs> like, I don't know. Again, I don't know what you've heard and what you've not heard. So I think we've talked enough about the championship in CM Punk. You may not because <laughs> you may not have heard it. So again, just let me know and any super chats would be appreciated as we do try and get this thing back on track. Speaking of Raw... Um, there were good bits and there were crazy bits. I think you could kind of tell like a lot of it was rewritten at the last minute, which was the rumor. Very much enjoyed Cody Rhodes' opening promo. Had no idea why Finn Balor came out to interrupt him, but it led to Cody Rhodes versus Finn Balor. I'm never going to get mad about that. There was just a lot of holes in it. And this is when I start to worry because in the eight months where Triple H was in charge, there was, um, there was less holes. Because, of course, Finn Balor's point was, look, if the Judgment Day had been in your corner, you wouldn't have got screwed over at WrestleMania. Like, I got screwed over. I was like, Finn, you also got screwed over by the top rope. Let's not forget. But Cody Rhodes had friends. He had Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They all failed. <laughs> none of them. None of them were actually able to, 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 stop, the, to stop the bloodline. But it didn't. Really, I, I don't really care. I think what's happening now is I think we're going to split the Judgment Day up. I think probably in the draft, which I think is a huge mistake. I think it's a mistake to split the Street Profits up. I don't mind pushing them as single stars, but have them on the same show, building each other up. The New Day proved that's a wonderful niche that you can have. 
but I absolutely would not break the Judgment Day up. But I think the fact that Rhea Ripley has not disassociated herself with them, but we haven't really seen the same kind of connection, makes me feel like we are going to do this. I think it's a shame. I think you've got another year in them to say the least. I love gang warfare. I love group warfare. I never think you should go away from it. Uh, and I think Finn Balor, the fact that it happened here, then later on there was a little tete-to-tete between him and Damian Priest. But speaking about Damian Priest, I'm so happy that guy has a spotlight put on him now. Like, I really, really am. Everyone said it was going to be the tag match at Backlash. It's going to be the tag match. It's not a tag match. Again, main event. Rey Mysterio versus Damian Priest. Damian Priest just threw a chair at Rey Mysterio to get DQ'd. Oh, my gosh, how I laughed. And... Um, you know, and he's about to beat the hell out of him. Out comes Bad Bunny. He's got a kendo stick for no apparent reason. Where did he get that from? Beats the hell out of Damien Priest and then announces I'm not the host anymore. You know, it's you and me one-on-one in a street fight. Bad Bunny having a one-on-one match. I think that's awesome. That's going to do great for Damien Priest. I think that Bad Bunny cares so much. There's no way this can be bad. And of course, it's a street fight, so you can have all the smoke and mirrors. I'm very excited about this. I think, especially in that kind of crowd, a Puerto Rico crowd, it could be something we look back on and say it's one of the best celebrity matches ever. And given how good that Logan Paul has done, you bet your ass that Bad Bunny wants to try and, you know, raise that bar. So, yeah, really, really cool. Really, really liked it and, and very excited about it. Also, I don't know whether this came across as well. Somebody said um, in a super chat, and I've lost it now. So if I'm repeating myself, apologies again. You know, who, if I could pick anyone to win the brand new WWE title, my answer is nice and simple. I tweeted this earlier. Cheap plug at Simon316 on Instagram as well. Roman Reigns. That's right. I just want to watch the world burn these days. I am the Joker. I just, I just want to see the internet melt down when Roman Reigns comes out in Saudi Arabia and wins. I would never stop laughing. I would close my eyes and it'd be like Shane McMahon becoming the best wrestler in the world again. Tears. Tears from my seeing device. Uh, thank you again, Zach, in the super chat. I appreciate it, especially now because we absolutely need topics to keep this damn thing on track. Um, I better check my microphone. We're all good. Any bold predictions for the draft? Tag teams broken up, NXT call-ups. Well, this isn't what I want. But this is what I think is going to happen. Not really bold, but I'll give them to you. Street Profits, I think, will be on different shows. The Judgment Day, I think, will be on different shows. Damage Control, I would bet my hair, will be on different shows. I think Roman Reigns will go to SmackDown. I'm unsure on Cody Rhodes. I'm hoping SmackDown, I'm a bit worried. Seth Rollins will stay on Raw. He will be the Roman Reigns of that show. Gunther will stay on SmackDown, hopefully with Cody and Roman Reigns. It means Austin Theory will go to Raw. Bobby Lashley will be on Raw. And in terms of NXT call-ups... I think we'll see, no, I don't think we'll see Bron Breaker. I would like to see Grayson Waller. I would like to see Roxy. I would like to see Cameron Grimes. And I'd like to see Duke Hudson, but he's got a good story going on at the moment, so we won't do that. But I hope we call a good few people up. Like, if we are actually going to dedicate ourselves to this for a little bit, we may as well try and do something interesting with it. Otherwise, I think Baron Corbin will go undrafted and that will tie into the story that he's going on. I think Gable and Otis will be broken up. I'm hoping that's for the best, but I'm a bit worried. Maximum Models will go as a team. Usos will go as a team. I presume the bloodline will stay on SmackDown. And it all depends on what... I, I think Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens may get broken up. I don't know. I don't, I'm not... <sighs> I have after everything on Raw, which I did. I thought the storyline on Raw was great. You know, Sami Zayn and Jay Uso have a chat, and Jay Uso's all of a sudden like, "Oh my gosh, we did dedicate this match to Roman Reigns. What if we lose? Oh my gosh, we're going to get killed." And then Jimmy Uso hears about that, so he goes to Sami Zayn. He says, "Well, when you actually do lose, Kevin Owens is going to turn on you." So nobody trusts anybody, and we now are in this predicament where we're like, "Well, who is actually going to win?" But it kind of feels to me like the Usos are going to win, and I'm not 100 percent sure that's a good idea. I think it's just too soon, but. I have a feeling they do want to do something between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn already. Probably because Vince McMahon is back in charge. And Vince McMahon's favorite thing is, can these people coexist? I mean, it is nuts. I don't know why he loves it so much. But I think that will tie into the draft. But uh, yeah, that's absolutely some of the things that I think. Uh, shout out to Paul Abbott. That is your first ever super chat I'm being told by YouTube. So thank you very much, Paul. It's lovely to have you. Simon, I love your work. And I love you too, Paul. Spring breaking is tonight. Are you going to up those downs? Could legit be the best TV show of the whole year ahead of us? Well, I'm glad you asked that because no, no, we won't. And uh, as soon as I tweeted out the other day, that if AEW collision is a real thing, we will up those downs. But it'll be Monday morning. I just do not have the time to get something done on a Sunday with my resting and my usual things I have to get done. And everyone went crazy. And I got a bunch of DMs yelling at me, as I always do, with people saying, oh, you don't NXT ups and downs. It's not fair. We used to do NXT ups and downs. And very sadly, the reason we had to stop doing it is because not enough people watched. I don't make these decisions. What culture is a business at the end of the day? And I respect all the decisions they do make. And I feel uh, privileged to be associated with them. But it, it wasn't doing the numbers. So eventually you do have to go, well, people don't want to watch this because they're not. So we should do something else. And it will be the same with Ring of Honor, and it will be the same with WWE, and it will be the same with AEW, right? We want to support those shows as much as possible, but ultimately there is a bottom line.
that, that, that also needs to be met. So, you know, if you want the videos to stay, watch the videos. <laughs> you know, that's absolutely, uh, absolutely the truth. But, you know, I'd love to try and do NXT again. And I'd love to bring back retro ups and downs. But the proof is in the pudding. It's why the intro went from raw ups and downs. Well, there's normal ups and downs. People went crazy. We've got the analytics. Everyone skipped it. And all some people stopped watching. So we had to try something new. That's always the way. We're just trying to, to get through this madness as best we can. Nothing is done to be biased and nothing is done to wind you up. We're just trying to get the best content out there as possible, which can be difficult sometimes. Shout out to my man, Juan, who has been awesome this super chat. You did not need to give me another one, but thank you, Juan. I'm keeping an eye on my microphone so it won't cut out. Hopefully the mic doesn't cut out. But what if a returning Big E wins the world heavyweight title? I would love it if that happens. Well, Juan, you, you've gone and done it. Mr. Burns had won it. If Biggie comes back and brings that world championship, I promise on ups and downs to retroactively take away that down. Because that would be absolutely amazing. That would be absolutely awesome. That would be absolutely phenomenal. That guy's good people. Same with Xavier Woods. Same with Kofi Kingston. Those three people together are just absolutely fantastic. And I love them. And again, they should be a, temp a template when it comes to this draft. You don't need to break up the Street Profits. You don't need to break up the Judgment Day. Let's have friends. I think they're probably going to break up the LWO, who've only been together for eight seconds. That was funny, too. The LWO versus the Bloodline, and people were surprised the LWO lost. Are you kidding me? LWO always loses. Go back and watch WCW with the LWO. That was a running joke before memes were memes, and the internet was probably going crazy. They never won. Eddie Guerrero, it worked, because it got them on TV. But, you know, look, Santos Escobar and his crew rule. They're selling a bunch of merch. That's good. Make your money. Solis Aco and the Usos had to win that. And Solo Sokoa is on a tear right now. As I told you before, he should become the new tribal chief. That's what I would do. Be the best thing ever. People get worried in the chat now about Imperium breaking up. I would worry about everyone. Vincent Mann is clearly, <laughs> he's ready to break some people up. So, <laughs> so you've got to be, you've got to be, uh, you've got to be prepared for it. Really enjoyed that Trish Stratus interview on Raw. I thought she was great. So happy she's gone heel. It feels like a, um, I don't want to say a more natural fit. I just think I've seen her come back as a baby face so many times. This is more exciting. And I look forward to that match with her and Becky Lynch. I think that'll be absolutely fantastic. And yeah, as I said on ups and downs too, the Street Profits versus Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, it was a fine match for 90 seconds or whatever it was, a few minutes. I just want Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander to be a proper team that gets established. I am throwing my toys out the pram a little bit because all that teasing for the Hurt Business reuniting didn't go anywhere, and that did upset me. And we haven't seen Shelton and Cedric for months, it feels like anyway, and they come back and they just lose with no hoo-ha. They're such good wrestlers. They're such a good team. Okay, we're not going to do the Hurt Business. That's fine. doesn't work for me. I'd rather it, but wrestling's not written for me. So I just, I'd like to see them on television in proper storylines, give them proper promo time, just, just, just let them grow. <laughs> That's all I want. I just want them to be able to. Uh, I just want them to be able to grow. I'm going through my notes and they just cut off for some reason. Man, technical nightmares today. We have to go on my phone, which is always a worry, because when we go on my phone, actually, that probably means it's it's, it's absolutely cancelled on my phone. It has. It's gone on my phone too. Well, that's very, very strange. Who the hell knows what that happens? Well, I just have to go from memory and try and remember what the hell happened, which is very difficult because so much has happened today. But I mean, the stuff that stood out for me was the Seth Rollins promo. He went out there and he started to give credence to that title instantly. What a hero. Also kind of justified his match with Omos. You know, Omos and MVP were all like, oh man, you're a big deal. And Seth was like, well, you're literally a big deal, but I'm going to beat you. And Omos was like, well, if I beat you, you know, I can make my way up the ladder, which is true. And I suppose within the realms of WWE, Seth Rollins beating a guy that big, they'll play it forever. So that's kind of cool. And the six-woman tag match, I did enjoy it. The problem I have, problem is too much of an issue, uh, too much of a, a bit too much of a, you know, like a headline on it. Bianca Belair's feuds are never allowed to exist with just the two people in it. It was the same with Alexa Bliss. It was the same with Oscar, who was just vanished from TV. And I don't mind doing EO Sky versus Bianca Belair for a show like Backlash. I think that's quite a good idea. EO Sky is an amazing wrestler. Bianca Belair is an amazing wrestler. They will have a terrific match. But now I understand why we have to integrate all the damage control into it. But we don't get that segment when it's just EO and Bianca. And I know we've still got a couple of weeks. But I would like if more of it is focused on that. It kind of feels like there's all this little other integration. Uh, and we're kind of just throwing everyone into, in, into one big spot. And I don't think that we need to do that. And um, I, I actually think Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan are growing on me as tag team champions. But again, who are they feuding with? They were feuding with Chelsea and Sonya, who are another great team, but that's done and dusted. And I know that we're waiting for Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey to return. But in the meantime, let's come up with some good stuff, right? Let's sink our teeth into it. I think that's, that's the least we can do. 
you know, you know, for lack of a better term. And yes, Mustafa Ali did beat Chad Gable. I, I couldn't believe this. Mustafa Ali never wins. And because we were in Chicago, which was his hometown, I thought, well, WWE is definitely going to have him lose. And then he hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, surprise roll up, and he won. I hope this goes somewhere. I really, really do. I hope both of them uh, come out the other side smelling of roses. I do have to say, ever since it's been rumored that Vince McMahon is back in charge, Chad Gable don't win a lot of matches and he don't get a lot of time. And that upsets me because Chad Gable is absolutely fantastic. Chad Gable is just like, he's such a good wrestler. You probably could make him the new Kurt Angle if you wanted. I think Kurt Angle on the podcast the other day said we should turn Chad Gable heel. And I think that's 100% correct. We should. Let's give him a new lease of life. That dude could work with anyone. He's an Olympic wrestler, right? So it's not like he, he could work with who's massive. I don't know, Damien Priest, just randomly. He could work with Damien Priest and you could buy it because he's a real Olympic wrestler. Like Kurt Angle, that's why you bought Kurt Angle against everyone. Because you knew it was legit. Legitimacy goes a long way. Uh, shout out to I Have an Idea, who has been very, very patient and kind today in the Super Chat. Thank you, I Have an Idea. You're a very, very nice person. Uh, we need to see if the undisputed Universal WWE Championship continues to be represented by two belts. That's right. When Roman loses, that will determine the new belt's importance. So what I originally said was... I think the next time you see Roman Reigns, he's only going to have one belt. It wouldn't surprise me if it just vanishes and they don't even make um, reference to this. Because I think if he comes out with two belts, once again, you're just underlining the fact that the other one you just made is number three. Whereas at least now if he comes out with one, you can kind of go, <laughs> well, it's just you know, on the same level, which will be preposterous. But as we've already talked about, in around about six months, we'll just accept it for what it is. But no, let's say Roman Reigns, I don't think he's at Backlash. He'd probably be at Night Champions. I don't think Saudi Arabia would be pleased if he wasn't there. That means... And I would imagine if we do anything before that on SmackDown, which is where I do think he will go, uh, they will, um, yeah, I think he'll just come out with one belt, probably maybe the blue belt, and we'll just get rid of the other WWE championship that looks like this one, kind of. I also have no, I don't care what it looks like. And we probably talked about that already, and I'm repeating myself, but again, I do not know. I don't care, man. I get used to the way a belt looks super duper quickly. So that is, that's not a problem for me. I just think this could have been a story for later on down the line. Once Roman Reigns has passed 1,000 days, I think you can take the belt off him. And now I'm starting to think that maybe he holds it to WrestleMania. That's a long old time. He may beat Bruno's record. <laughs> he may. Why not now? Now it doesn't make a difference. He could hold it for 7,000 days. And he should go and win that other belt, as I've already said. Roman Reigns, give him all the belts. Just do it. Make the world burn. <laughs> make me a happy, a happy guy. I do want to say that overall, look, Raw had its ups and downs quite literally. But it was never boring. I will say that. That show, for a three-hour show, it was never boring. And I had no idea what was around the corner. Absolutely no idea. And I think there is something to be said for that because it kept me on my tootsie toes and it did keep me invested. And every time there was another segment, I was like, what happens now? What, <laughs> what happens now? What happens now? But um, I'm intrigued about this draft. Let me know about your opinions of the draft. Do you want the draft? Do you not want the draft? Just write yes draft or no draft. It just seems kind of poorly timed to me. I kind of think that because WWE has momentum at the moment, I don't think you need to start making talents exclusive to one roster. And I also think they're going to break it in a month anyway, because they always do. But again, is it a big deal? No, no, I don't think it is a big deal. And I think where Cody goes is going to be super interesting. I really, really do. That is going to be the most interesting, uh, interesting move for a while. But again, as long as, uh, as long as things are interesting and I can enjoy myself, I don't think we have to get too too worried about it. Somebody asked me to talk about the Chavo Guerrero stuff. I don't want to. Uh, he said some stuff about Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. I just know that respect for Eddie Guerrero is the most important thing. I don't want to get involved in that family stuff, so I'm going to do it. Um, WWE did tell the uh, the dyad um, or the grizzled young veterans they're not allowed their release, but they're going to be released in October anyway because that's where their contract ends. Again, we don't know... We don't know what the situation there is, so I don't want to speculate, but I'm just giving you the news. And as an update on the draft situation, here we go, right? These are Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show chat opinions. No draft, no draft, no draft, yes draft, no draft, yes. No draft, no draft, yes draft. Should be after backlash, no draft, no draft, no draft, no draft, no draft. <laughs> Most people saying saying no draft. Yeah, I agree with you. I just do. I, it doesn't feel like I, I'll enjoy the draft itself because it makes the show a bit different, but I don't think I'll enjoy the fallout from it if we stick to it. I don't want that. I want everyone on every show. Shout out to Paul Abbott in the super chat. Thank you so much, Paul. He says some goofy wrestling nonsense for your own wrestling moveset. Have you ever considered doing the worm and call it the Miller P? 
It doesn't work. Do you mean the millipede? At the moment, you've written millipede. What's I we on them? Uh, no, I, I would never do that. I do do a, a big old Y hand slap that's a bit like the rocks people's elbow. But dude, also, I'll do anything in wrestling. I have no shame. To me, wrestling should be whatever you want it to be. You want to be goofy? Awesome. You want to be serious? Awesome. So maybe one day I will do the worm. It'll be the worst worm you've ever seen in your entire life. And I won't call it the millipede because I don't want to we on anyone, but I will call it the millipede based on the animal. Quite like that. I think it's quite good. So I say that we're absolutely onto a winner there. <laughs> so, fa so fantastic. Um, we do have the update. We've got the updated backlash card. We may as well go through that if this thing is ever going to load. Do not believe that it is. I mean, we know what most of it is. Seth Rollins versus Omos, which magically got announced on SmackDown. I thought, what was the, I can't even remember what happened on SmackDown. Now. That's the problem. Fridays comes and goes so quickly, and my life this weekend was a, was a bit nuts. But we do have Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. That got confirmed on SmackDown. That's just a good B pay-per-view match. No problem with it whatsoever. Bianca Belair versus EO Sky, kind of similar, but the match quality will be great. We've got the three-way for the United States Championship. Could be good. Just let the guys go. Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. I think it's going to be super fun. Got it confirmed that it's going to be Owen Zane and Riddle versus Solo Sokoa and Usos. I'll have more opinions on that when I know about what happens on this week's SmackDown with the Tag Team Championships. Rollins versus Omos and of course Cody versus Brock Lesnar. Which is, pff, man, I think Cody could lose that, you know. And then get drafted to SmackDown and, 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 and Lesnar stays on Raw. Just don't know, man. Just know what's going to happen. There's a lot of questions. Shout out to Kyrie's Clark in the super chat. Thank you so much, Kyrie. who says, I just hope they don't do SmackDown versus Raw Survivor Series this year because it's always meaningless. Dude, they're going to do it. They're 100% going to do it. It's probably already in the uh, in the books. I'm with you, man. The, the, the only time they got rid of it was when it would have been Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns. And they killed it. And I was like, oh, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with this nonsense. I wanted to see Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns. But no, once more, if you put a gun to my head right now, do I think that they um, will do Raw versus SmackDown? Yes. Unless Vincent Mann's not in charge anymore. But if Vincent Mann still has any kind of say, Survivor Series will absolutely be, sma uh, be SmackDown versus Raw. Yes, it will be. Uh, B says, what if Randy returns for the draft? Well, I hope so. But the last I heard, and again, this is just from other people, is that his back is still mush. So, you know, I, I don't want him coming back if he's hurt. Uh, what I would do now is if Randy Orton is coming back, and after everything that Matt Riddle said on, on Raw, when he was saying to Sami Zayn, oh, don't worry, you know, Kevin Owens will never screw you over, much like Randy will never screw me over. I'd have Randy come back, give him an RKO, just do that feud. It's a shame. It's not what I would have done before, but we've gone through the motions now. And that, again, I want to watch the world burn now, so just do it. And you know what? Screw it. Have Cody get destroyed by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> just do all the stuff that winds up the internet. Although I'd, I'd be all right with the Matt Riddle versus Randy Orton feud now. Now I just want it. I just want to get it done. And I just want Randy Orton to be as, like I say, as sprightly as he can possibly be. But it would be an awesome way to make that draft show feel like a big deal. To not only call back people from NXT or call up people from NXT, but have a proper return. And unless Goldberg's going to come back, which he's not, he's already announced he's going to do his own thing. I don't think there's anybody else out there that would be good to go other than a big E, but I don't think that's been confirmed either. But either of those coming back would be awesome. Uh, Mercedes Monet did drop the NJPW Women's Championship, but she's also extended her contract, so that's cool. You should check out her stardom and New Japan matches because she's absolutely killing it right now. And then you'll be surprised to hear that everything else that uh, people are talking about right now is, is just about CM Punk. And again, I think we talked about that earlier. I have no idea how much you heard. Hopefully you, you heard enough of it. I don't know. It's been one of those shows, man. Very sadly, we do have to check out about 6 p.m. because, you know, I have, I have something else at 7 p.m. that I have to get prepared for. But on Thursday, I'll try and extend it a little bit so at least we get two hours a week. And I'll, I'll keep an eye on this audio thing. I don't mind if it drops for like 30 seconds, but a few minutes is really bad. So I do apologize. I am sorry about that. That's, um, that's not cool from me. So uh, just drop all your questions in the chat right now. Again, all Super Chats will 100% get to, uh, but I'll try and just... Um, you know, just, just run through as many as I possibly can. Uh, somebody wants SmackDown versus Raw and do it like War Games. Look, I don't mind them doing. Let me let me reiterate. I don't mind them doing SmackDown versus Raw as long as it has stories. But the story they used to tell was, oh my gosh, brand warfare, when nobody get a damn if they're on Mondays or Fridays because they used to jump ship anyway. Like we used to see it all the time. They came out stuff like the brand to brand invitation. Like, what do you mean the brand to brand invitational? Somebody can only jump ship five times and they jump ship seven times in that week. They broke their own rule <laughs> in the first week. So I just kind of think that. I just think we should be freeform with it. We only invented the brand split to boost ratings, and ratings are great. So I don't think we need to do it. Uh, some people are saying that I don't like the new belt design. No, I like the way the belt looks. 
I just would have saved it until someone beat Roman Reigns. That's it. It's just a stupid bald man's opinion. It means nothing. I know that. I don't deserve any any kind of respect. <laughs> but I don't. It's just how I felt about it. But it doesn't matter. It comes and it goes. And we move on. There's a brand new day. We see the sunrise and we see the moon set. Um, you know, it's, 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 just, it's just what I would have done if I was in charge. But maybe Cody does beat Roman Reigns at SummerSlam and I don't even care. Because then I get Seth Rollins as champion on one brand. And I get Cody Rhodes as champion on the other brand. And then Gunther is challenging for championships. And Big E is challenging for championships. And Omos is challenging for championships. And Baron Corbin. And I'll be mean, great. Rusev comes back and he challenges for a championship. Then I'll be a happy man. Who is the most unrecognized WWE talent right now? Probably Chad Gable and Mustafa Ali in terms of what they are given and aren't able to, to capitalize on it at all. Those guys are great. Unfortunately, we don't um, we do not do anything. What if the Usos win back the titles this Friday and Solo wins the new heavyweight title Night of Champions? That would be hilarious. Not against it. Not against it at all. I love Solo Sokoa. Push him to the moon. Not 100% sure about the Usos winning. I really think Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens should hold them for a while. But we just don't know. Simon, can you please do your best Sid Justice impression? I... I'm the ruler of the world. That's all you got to do with Sid. Talk through your teeth and you look like this. I don't think he ever stretched his neck that way. Uh, but there we go. Uh, not related to wrestling, but what are your thoughts on City versus Arsenal match tomorrow? Keep up the great work, man. Well, I'm very, very nervous. Yes, I am an Arsenal fan. So now you hate me and you're like, ha, ha, ha. But very sadly, I watch wrestling like I watch football. I enjoy it and I get upset. I'm a little bit, you know, well, that's a shame when things don't go my way, but I get over it quite quickly because, again, it's entertaining. I think Man City are going to win, sadly. I think Arsenal have hit a lull at the worst part of the season. However, as cheesy as it sounds, super proud of this team, super proud of what Arteta has done, super proud of Saka and Martinelli and everybody else. I'll move on quickly because I know people get bored of this stuff. But yeah, finishing second, amazing, if that's what happens. It's still a disappointment, and we've still let ourselves down a little bit, of course, because we should have wrapped this up. But... That's not how I view the world. More power to you. They're going to get an up. QPR forever. You got a win the other day, dude. You beat Burnley. Good for you. And the Super Chat says, will all in sell out? Goldberg retirement match against Wardlow. And then, yeah, QPR won. Hope you're well, Simon. You are an inspiration to many people. Thank you, my friend. So, all in is definitely going to do a lot better than people think, I reckon. They released the ticket uh, prices today. And I mean, they're, they're, everything's a little bit expensive, especially in this current climate. But they are more than fair. If you want to sit front row, of course, it's going to cost you a little bit. But if you just want to be there and enjoy the atmosphere, they are super duper fairly priced. And I loved that. You know, the Clash at the Castle ones were a little bit disappointing because I know loads of people got in touch with me and they said, I just can't go. It's too expensive. And that sucks when you're so exciting. But this one feels like it's going to be really accessible because, again, I don't think they're trying to make money. I just think they're trying to make a statement. And I think that's awesome. And if we do do Gold if we do Goldberg versus Wardlow there and Wardlow beats him, flubbing awesome. People still like Goldberg. That's great for Wardlow. If we also do a Sting retirement match, that is awesome. If Punk is there, awesome. If Kenny Omega and Ibushi are there, awesome. If Will Ospreay is there, awesome. Let's ram that show hard and let's just go down and have a good time and make sure we present British professional UK wrestling around the world. Whatever that means. I shake my head some more. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you think sticking to a single brand will be better for wrestlers? No, because I think WWE has been good for the last eight months. and I think we should stick to that. But, you know, what are we going to do? Uh, the all-in uh, pre-sign-ups is at 55,000. So, yeah. So, we've got 50, let's say it's 50,000, right? If 25,000 people follow through and they buy two tickets, it's 50,000 tickets. 50,000 people for anything is amazing. If I am ever involved in anything that sounds 50,000 tickets, I'll do this for the rest of my life. And for the people listening on podcasts, that was me smiling off into the distance because it would be incredible. Um, which event do you think will impact wrestling in the UK more? Money in the Bank or All In? Both of them. Both of them. Because it all it means that the hotbed is coming back to the UK and it means that people want to watch stuff here. So they're both great. They're both awesome. And I hope Money in the Bank kicks ass. And I hope All In kicks ass. I hope everything kicks ass. And people go, you can't be true. Yes, this is how I see pro wrestling. The more good the more good, right? More is more. Happiness is happiness. AEW needs CM Punk. I don't think they need him, but it would be good if he came back. He's absolutely going to be, um, he's absolutely going to be a massive uh, benefit. He'd be a benefit to the company and he'd be a benefit to WWE. He's just one of those guys. He's a magnet and people are drawn to him. Do you think the Money in the Bank winner will cash in on Cody when he wins at SummerSlam in order for the winner to get mega heat? No. My dream Money in the Bank scenario, as we've talked about, is Sheamus wins and he cashes in on Gunther to win the IC title. Because if you are going to 
to do two Money in the Banks every single year. You do have to open it up for the other championships. Otherwise, it gets boring. With Sheamus, you have that written in story. It wouldn't make him look weak or stupid for not going for the most important championship because he's desperate to get the Grand Slam. He's been saying that for years now. I've never won the IC title. It was my dream as a kid. I want to win that belt. So no one will go, Sheamus, you're a moron. They go like, you get it, Sheamus. And it'd be a great moment, especially because he did lose at Clash of the Castle last year. So I think we should just do it. I think that's the best story to tell. And it makes it different. And you've still got the women's one. And that person go after the world championship. If you could have one person from AEW challenge Roman, who would it be? Kenny Omega, just because... Um, and Survivor Series is now a pay-per-view of only. That's poetry, isn't it? Survivor Series is now a pay-per-view of only. Also, you can't say that it's not a pay-per-view. It's a premium live event. <laughs> Get it right. So we do have a few minutes left. Any final Super Chats, I would appreciate it. I will refresh this just to make sure no crazy news has happened. No, it hasn't which is probably for the best, although I'm going to check one other thing just because I do want to apologize one more time for the tech issues. I'm really trying to iron all these out, but something always seems to go wrong, which makes no sense. I mean, this, this is all the headlines that have been sort of uh, published since we've been on air. CM Punk locked into a lengthy AEW deal. CM Punk not looking to gauge WWE interest. CM Punk just there to try and make amends with superstars. I think it was a positive situation. I'm not saying it was the most well-advised situation, because again, it may spark some things off backstage at AEW. But until I read that, I'm not absolutely going to talk about it. I just hope that, um, I, again, I just hope it's the start of some mending of fences all over the place. Because there's, there's too much negativity in the world, man. And we need some positivity. And we shall end with my man, Zach, who has been very, very kind today. Shout out to everyone that did um, double down on their super chats. Thank you so much. Super random, but do you know a cheaper, easier way to watch New Japan than paying for New Japan World or paying for them individually on Fight TV? Sadly, I do not, my friend. That is the way um, to do it. And it's always good to support wrestling as well. I know New Japan World is hard. It's a crazy site. And the funniest thing about it is when you cancel your subscription, you don't so if you can't if you buy it for February and cancel it, you don't get your monthly subscriptions you should. They just boot you out. Shouldn't have cancelled. So always cancel your subscription on the day you don't want to watch it anymore. Because you're you're not gonna get it. But no. I understand how hard it is at the moment. That's why I'm massively appreciative for everyone that watches the video or supports me with merchandise. Cheap plug. <laughs> ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Simon Miller. Brand new shirt up there now. Y shirt is up there. Made me laugh when we made it. And we've got a Barry Barricade shirt going up soon too, which I'm excited about. Um, but uh, yeah, I, you know, we need to support these things as much as we, as we possibly can. So they are the avenues that we have to go through. And again, I massively appreciate you supporting me too. Right. That's that. I'm going to have to go now and try and edit this thing together for the podcast users. Apologize to them as well. I'm now always going to keep one eye on this uh, audio input catcher. Who the hell knows what happens. But I appreciate you all hanging around and having this chat with me. If I did screw you over, once again, I am sorry. Uh, like the video if you are still on YouTube. Subscribe. Go and interact with other videos. That always helps. Grillamind.com forward slash Simon. You can sign and get 10% off. These are the fitness supplements I use. And their energy drinks especially are something else. I mean, I drank one the other day. <laughs> I don't know what they do to those things but good grief already mentioned pro wrestling tees make sure you check out the link in the description and uh, buy some samson athletics merch we've got the fitness palace of love tea and we now have the make love to pizza tea it's the kind of stuff i've done with my gym content who the hell knew come follow me on instagram and twitter at simon at 316 cameo messages personalized videos always enjoy doing them and i think that's everything i think i've pimped my wares enough have a good evening most importantly once again thank you for sharing your time with me we'll be back on thursdays with no damn technical areas or all gone bad today but hey ho it sums up the last 24 hours in wrestling right totally crazy take care of yourself speak to you soon